Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. No time for love, Dr. Jones. It's Gabe Ramirez and Mark Brody on 670 The Score in Odyssey Station. 7 o'clock in the city of Chicago, and we have Bears football upon us a few days away. We're talking to you guys right now about whether or not it'll be a win if Justin Fields has a great game, but the Bears lose to the Packers. Let's be very clear. Both teams are not good. Both teams are not going to make the playoffs. So I always think back to Floyd Mayweather. I remember this one quote he had about an Arturo Gotti ward fight. He said, a Gotti Ward fight, of course you guys are entertained by it. Of course you guys are going to watch it because it's two C-level fighters. And when you put two C-level fighters together, it looks like a good fight. Mm. But put one of them up against me, and I'll smash him. And that's exactly what he did to Arturo Gotti. And I always think about that quote, and I think about this game on Sunday. And I'm thinking to myself, this is two C-level teams. Two teams that are going to give up points. You know, they're gonna uh, things are going to happen. There's going to be some mistakes. And then at the very end, it's going to be an exciting, entertaining three hours. But what's going to happen at the end? The Bears saw that A-level team. Do you know when that happened in the preseason this yeah, year? Yeah, Buffalo. Yeah. Yeah. When the Bears went three and out. Yeah. And I told my wife when Boys, we were watching the game. Back to back. She's yeah. like, because I was doing the post game here yeah. on oh, 670 that's right. score. That's right. And my wife's like, why are you watching this game? I have to for work, babe. <laughs> that's my favorite one. Yeah. I have to for work, babe. And so we're watching the game. And I say, hey, but at least you're going to see a Super Bowl caliber team. Because they're going to play their starters. She's like, what does that mean? And we're watching the game. Bears go three and out. Justin Fields on his second throw. Stares down Cole Komet. Third throw. Hits DJ Moore on the inside as opposed to the outside. Three and out. Boom. Josh Allen gets the ball and it's just like a well-loaded machine. Slicing up the Bears defense like they did would have last year. That was one of those games where I, I understood the opponent. And I stood, understood that they were playing, their, Buffalo was playing their starters. But that did remind me that no matter how different the names are on this Bears defense this year, they sucked last year. And they were bad in every way, shape, or form. And the Bears would have won more games if their defense wasn't as rotten as it was last year. Well, hopefully the defense will be rotten on Sunday when they take on the Green Bay Packers because it could equate to a loss. But what if Justin Fields has a good game? Is that going to be a win for you? Let's go to Bob out in Morgan Park. Bob, Justin Fields throws for 300, two tutties, 80 yards rushing, but the Bears lose. Is that is that a win for you somehow? Well, I'd be disappointed, clearly, uh, because it's the Packers. Everybody hates the Packers. 
and and so I'd be disappointed. But you know, the Bears won the first game of the season last year and finished three and fourteen. <laughs> so let's not get above our skis over. One. I know football is different because it's once a week and all that kind of stuff. But you know, they could lose the first game and 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 still go eight nine and one uh, even after losing the uh, even after losing the first game. I'd be disappointed because it's the Packers. But you have to remember, it's one yeah. game out of seventeen games and not 17 games out of 17 games. I appreciate that, Bob. Thanks so much. He's right. I mean, it, it is going to be sad because it's a loss. And every loss throughout the entire season is sad. But, you know, there could be some silver lining there. Gross. Is there rain in the forecast for the Sunday by any chance? By no, the didn't somebody say it's going to be hot on Sunday? No, I think it's going to be hot. No, I don't think Cassie it's going to be hot. Cassie Carlson. Oh, Cassie. Cassie may have gotten, you know, Cassie Cassie's Carlson. not a meteorologist. I don't know if you know that or not. True, but she works at a radio sta- or a TV station where there is. They do weather well at And they Fox. do they yes. do work all in the same, you yeah. know. I just don't know if I trust the Cassie Carlson weather report. I hope she's listening so she can come down on you. <laughs> Cassie Carlson, Fox 32 sports anchor. Myself and Anthony Heron. This gives me an opportunity to plug the show. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we will be on tonight. If you're headed home tonight, man, uh, I think it's, you know, in the it's it's been at 930 for the last five years. This is our sixth year doing a show. It's been at 930. And then in the read at the very end when we were recording it earlier today, it's she said, you know, every Friday at 10 o'clock. And I'm like, wait a second. That's different. So I don't know if she got it wrong mm. or if I'm about to get it wrong. But either way. 9.30 or 10 o'clock. Perfect. <laughs> this is great. Great plug. <laughs> Set your DVRs for either 9.30 or 10 o'clock, if, well, you, if you will. Oh, well, they're at 9.30. Well if done. it's not on, just watch the news or something like that. Be informed. Okay. And then, yeah, watch the show. All right. What, what about this weather forecast, though? I told you. She just said that it was supposed to be hot. No, no, no. You, that, see, when people say that, it's always wrong. That's why you have me doubting Cassie Carlson, which Sunday. is not something I want to do. All right. What is hot compared? I think it's going to be in, like, upper 60s on Sunday. High of 77. That is kind of hot. 77. It's a little too toasty. I like that feeling. I like that cool feeling when I walk in a breeze. Field. Yeah, but there's going to be that like 50s, circular 60s, tundra kind all of thing that kind going of on. But last year was the monsoons. Remember the monsoons against the 49ers. <sighs> Matt Eberflus's first game. Bears and, did win that first. game. Bears did win that game, and that's part of why I've got the must-win thing going. If the Bears are going to, you know, if they're they're only going to be like incrementally better this year, th- their wins are probably going to come early in the season when other teams aren't ramped up either. But as you said. Green Bay and the Bears are C teams. I did think it was interesting that Hub said that he thinks that Green Bay is in a rebuild similar to the Bears. I don't think Green Bay looks at themselves that way. No. I think that they look at it, hey, man, look what we've done with quarterbacks for the last three decades. We're not sitting here thinking that. And if Jordan Love doesn't work, they oh, probably wait, wait, wait. have. You, a, you think you think Green Bay doesn't think they're in a I rebuild? I don't think that they think that they're in a rebuild. Oh, look at all the, I, I, mean, I thought they, you were saying, because I think they're both in a rebuild. Okay, I think that's that what Bears Hub said. Are just, Bears are just a year ahead of them. Mm. I didn't think they were at the same point. No, but I didn't said, know that you were thinking that they didn't think they were in a rebuild at all. I don't think they consider themselves but a, they don't, a but rebuild. But they don't think that they're going like, to win the NFC I don't, North. I mean, I think that they get what's going on. That they're Yeah, right, that they're not going to have a 12-win regular season necessarily. But like next year they could if they just add a couple pieces. That's what I think they if think. If Jordan Love is decent. That's I see what, what you're think. saying. And then maybe there's saying. some ignorance involved in that because it's very – as. As Bill Belichick is finding out, like you know, <laughs> you I mean, still need talent. <laughs> you still need talent, man. That's a weird thing because I did not see Bill. I thought he was going to continue to build. Like man, I think I think I think he overestimated how good Mac Jones was going to be. 
think you're right. I think he took him or, and or to his own powers to make him good. He right. overestimated. I talked to yeah. my guy. Yeah. They said he's good. He's the best quarterback. You get him. You think he can make him work and he can be a Bledsoe type. And then he's not. Not. At all. Right. And then you're like, damn. But he's back again. You bring in Bailey Zappi. Yeah. You nope. think he's the man? Oh, See ya. Uh, cut, cut him. Yeah. Cut that guy. Bears pick him up. No. No. <laughs> right. And so I think they just made a mistake there, which happens sometimes. And they, they were a team that was fortunate as well over the last three decades with quarterbacks. There's no doubt. And so sometimes you just don't hit all the time. Right. So, but I, I do look at the talent. Like, I hate saying, like, they have sleeping talent on defense, the Packers. Like, they got a ton of first-round picks. And they, they were supposed to be good, Green Bay. I think I want to say the last two years, everybody yeah. said, oh, their defense is going to be real. Which, which is about. a deadly combination with Aaron Rodgers. That's why people would maybe overdo it a little bit. But I just don't want that defense to wake – or the talent that exists on Green Bay to wake yeah, up. Hopefully they're, they're, hopefully they're, they'll hopefully they're be feeling down and out when they'll be down 14 nothing in the first half. All right, let's take one more phone call. Uh, we were in Morgan Park. Let's stay on the south side this time. Go to Hyde Park. Talk to Mario. Mario – how you feeling about Sunday in this Bears game and, and the outcome? What's up, fellas? I'm like, you know, I don't feel like – okay, let me, let me – <clears throat> I think Jordan Fields – Justin Fields, Jordan Fields. Justin Fields has a good game. <laughs> that was good, man. Gro- Grody and I, hey, Mario, 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 Mario. Grody and I looked at each other like, whoa, that was wild. Jordan <laughs> that was so trippy. If, 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 if only you knew how these two men have dominated my thought process. Oh, I, lo- I love you, Mario. Carry on, man. I'm sorry. I apologize. No, 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 no need to I, apologize. That like, was not an apology worthy thing. See, I know Tanny. He'll find it and clip it. Yeah, and make it look that, that's true. That's why you don't need to apologize because <laughs> you will forever be heard on this radio station. So stop your apologizing. Fact. I, I, I feel like if. If Justin Fields has a really good game, the Bears will win. I don't think he has a good game and they lose. I'm not sure if the – and I thought about what Grody said about a, a last-minute, last-second yeah. drive by the Packers and they, they get a score. That could possibly happen. But here's the reality of it. They could both play terrible and the Bears win. They could both play great and somehow the Bears still find a way to win. I think this is more about what the Bears' defense does, what that O-line looks like, and and what kind of pressure offensively that the Bears can put on the Packers. I'm not so much worried about the the Packers because this ain't that. You know what I mean? It's not what we've seen in the past. And, And they'll never admit to rebuilding, but that's exactly what they're doing. I like the Bears this weekend. I think it's going to be a field goal game. I think Carlos Santos is your man. And I think the Bears win by three, like 20 to 17 or 23 to 20, something like that. I love it. Thanks for the call, Mario. Uh, I hope Carlos Santos does come through. And I just I do want the Bears to win. I'm going to make it very clear. We posed the question, but I need a Bears dub. Because yeah. here, here's the reality of it. If you look at the first five games of the season, the Bears can – Easily go four and one. Oh, you're doing that thing. But they can easily go one and uh, four. Okay, it's the NFL, right? Yeah. They always say that you, you operate in a window, right, of victories. That's true. And then yeah. that that if you look at the first five games, you look at those games, you're like, I've seen the Bears lose games like that before. Like you can't just mark it off as a W. Absolutely. I've seen them lose games like that. But then you also say to yourself, but if they're good, above average, 
then they can win those games. Right. Like it's not just me wishing every Sunday like I do and have been doing for the last five years. Like, please, baby Jesus, let me, <laughs> let me get a bad victory today. And then he just you just upset him. Uh, well, and to his, you know, he Mario being a little specific too, I, which I appreciated on how they could win the game, and that would be applying pressure. I am looking very forward to seeing a full force Yannick Ngakwe, something that I know that none of us have seen because he hasn't been playing. Also, Demarcus Walker, for that matter, as well. I want to see both of these guys working in unison because I think it's going to be interesting, especially Ngakwe. Let me ask you this right before we go to break. If we expect Yannick Ngakwe to perform at the level that he has been over the last several years, who do you think on the defense will be the biggest benefactor as a result of it? We've seen teams that have a main guy, and then there's that supplemental guy that feeds off of mm-hmm. that. Who do you think that that will be for the oh, Bears? I think it'll be Demarcus Walker. So the other side, yeah. as opposed yeah. to an interior lineman, okay. right? And if we're not like going larger picture, secondary, and uh, right, you know, right, type, right. you're not doing right. that. No, you, no, okay, no. You're saying line, like on the line, who who's going to be get the biggest three, beneficiary? Like, like Travis Gibson got. Eight more sacks because Khalil gotcha. Mack was on the yeah, other yeah. side. Yeah, I mean, I think that it makes the most sense. Like, just, right. that just to me, that's common sense. Like, it could maybe it's Zach Pickens or Javon Dexter or yeah. Andrew Billings or one of that's like, what I was hoping. Justin Jones. I mean, that'd, that'd be great. I mean, that's I am I rooting for. I mean, why wouldn't you root for Justin Jones? He's the only person talking smack about the Packers. Come on, <laughs> giving him bullets and poor material. Oh yeah, does that make you nervous? Uh, of course it oh, does. Man. We can't speak from a point of confidence. That's not. That's not. That's not how we should operate. I was only one of. Uh, I, I'm, I'm being like Grover. I was only one of three reporters that were had the mics in his face. So it was me and a couple of TV guys, and he's saying this stuff, and and so I put it up on Twitter, and you're most of the people that reacted to it about. No, I'd say about fifty percent were like. Oh man, I hope you're right, man. I hope you could back this up, boy. You know Cautiously what I mean? Cautiously optimistic. Right? Nobody was mad at him. Well, there were some Packers fans, but there was no Bears fans that were really like, "Yeah." It was more like, "God, I love the way you talk, man." But God, I don't know. I wish it was Justin Fields saying this <laughs> right. instead of Justin Jones. Yeah, exactly. Right. I love right. Justin Jones. We are going to be talking to Matt Verderam uh, from Sports Illustrated after the break. Does he think that Justin Fields is going to have a good game? And the Bears will walk away victorious. We'll talk to him after the break. It's Gabe Ramirez and Mark Grody on a Friday right here on 6-7. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Andy, the score. It's Gabe Ramirez and Mark Grody on 670 The Score in Odyssey Station.
We know the Chicago Bears have a victory window, but what is the ceiling and what is the floor? We'll get to ask that question to our next guest. Joining us right now on the Circuit Resort and Casino Hotline, Circuit Resort and Casino in Las Vegas, home of the world's largest sports book. It's Gabe Ramirez. It's Mark Grody, G&G. What's up? I won't say what the other one is because we have a guest on. Mm. We'll say that. I'll use that phrase. We'll ease him in. Yeah. We're not real sure if we could trust him yet. Even though Matt, we've talked to him a couple times. He's actually pretty cool. Yeah, I like Matt. All right. He's the NFL staff writer from Sports Illustrated, but a Chicago guy through and through. That's why we love him the most, man. Good friend of the show, Matt Verderam, joining us right now. Matt, what up, man? Happy Friday. What's going on, guys? Uh, nothing much. Just sitting here, just uh, you know, the only thing, doing the only thing you can do a couple of days out from Bears football, and it's just creating fictitious scenarios and then trying to talk about them as if they're <laughs> reality. You know, sports talk radio, yeah. ladies and gentlemen. Like Justin Fields having a great game, the Bears losing, but it's still being a victory. Uh, do Do you find that to be true as well? Or would you find that to be true as well? Yeah. I mean, like, yes and no in the sense that if you're the Bears, the Packers are pretty much your blood rival. So you really want to kind of win this one, especially with Jordan Laws making only a second career start, Christian Watson's out, and so on and so forth. At the same point, if you're the Bears, well, if you're a Bears fan, yeah. I mean, the most important thing is that Justin Fields goes from being interesting and exciting to being – the first 4,000-yard passer the team's ever had. and Being a guy who you look at and go, okay, absolutely a top-10 quarterback. Um, that's the step you want to see because this is the big year, right? I mean, after this year, he becomes extension eligible, and he you also start looking at the 50-year option and what are you going to do with that? Are you going to pick that up? So, like, this is a huge season for Justin Fields and, and certainly for the Bears as a team and their development. Do you think that they would accept this regime like a minimal improvement, like going like incremental progress? Or do you think for this regime that didn't draft them, it's got to really show up to them? I think there's got to be more than incremental progress. I'm not saying he has to go out and be a pro bowler, but I think he's got to go out and play up to a standard that you go, okay, look, there's no doubt that he's our franchise quarterback. You know, I think it's got to be something where you watch him and maybe it's not even statistically driven, you know, because there's obviously other factors that play into that. How, how old is the line play? And are the weapons as good as it, you know, Bears fans are hoping. But I think it's got to be something where when you turn on the tape and you watch the 17 games at the end of the year, you go, okay, we don't have to worry about quarterback. He's, he's good. He's our guy. And now we got to worry about fixing, you know, the defensive line. we got we to worry about fixing, you know, X, Y, and Z on the offense. But I think for the Bears, yeah, look, if, if they go 5-12 and 12 this year and he is okay, but he's not more than that, and you've got a shot to draft a kid like a Drake May or something, mm-hmm. then, yeah, I think you got to have that conversation. I think you'd be failing the franchise otherwise. We're talking to Matt right around here on uh, 670 The Score. It's Gabe Ramirez, Mark Grody. Let me ask you this. I mean, when you're you're looking at this Bears squad, and I know you yourself, you know, Chicago guy here. What what was your what's your like family group chats looking like? What are the expectations in the in there? Because like you know, the parents, the siblings, like are they thinking it's Justin Fields till the world blows up, or are they a little more a little more guarded in the group chat? You know, it's funny because I actually have a really good perspective on this. I think because my wife is from here, and so she all all her family they're all Bears fans, Packers fans, so they're basically uh, not speaking this week. <laughs> um, 
I'm from New York, so I have like a totally different. I've lived here for I don't know whatever it is, eight years, nine years now. But I, you know, it's it's funny whenever I talk to anybody who knows what I do for a living at the gym or or friends are all, hey, what do you think of the Bears? What do you think of the Bears? Um, I, I think there's cautious optimism. Um, I think there's a thought from at least most people that I talk to around here that yeah, look, it's it's a team that. Now you have a DJ Moore, right? I mean, Claypool's in his first full season with the team, had a full off season, should be more acclimated. You know, they bring in Darnell Wright with their first-round pick, a guy who should anchor the offensive line. Uh, and Gakwe comes in, and he, he doesn't play the run, but he can get after the passer. So I don't think anybody's completely lost their mind and thinks they're going to go 13-4 and, 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 and be challenging Philadelphia for NFC supremacy. But I think there's a reasonable expectation. Hey, look, this should be a team that wins seven games, eight games. It's interesting post-Thanksgiving. And in the, in the NFC, that's possible. Like, is it probable? I don't know. We'll have to wait and see how the season plays out. But it's a division that is fairly wide open. Obviously, Detroit got a huge win last night. But I think not the rain on the Lions parade. That was also a game that the Chiefs, essentially bathed their hands in Crisco before the game started. And, and uh, you know, it, it, I was at the game last night. That, that was wow. unbelievable watching that thing unfold. But, um, you know, to the Bears, there's reason for hope. And I, and I think that's justified. With the Packers, I, I have found the expectations and the characterizations of this team to be all over the board for obvious reasons yep. with, with Jordan Love there. You know, from this is a team that could win the division because of all the things that you just said. And then, as we had Hub Arkish on earlier, he thinks that they're in a straight up rebuild. I don't think the Packers think that they're in a rebuild. What do you think about the Green Bay Packers, Matt? Yeah, they do not think they're in a rebuild. I spent two, I, so I went up there for OTAs and I did it. Uh, I went up again late August as part of my training camp tour where I saw everybody in NFC North as, as part of this thing. And, um, you know, I sat down and I talked with Matt LaFleur one-on-one for almost a half an hour. And you know, he wasn't sitting there saying, hey, look, we're going to go 16-1. But he definitely felt like this is a good team. This is a team with a, a real roster. You know, he was pretty adamant about some of the young guys being ready to step up and, and the talent they have on the team. And from watching them, I, I feel that they're going to be in, you know, right around the, the 500 mark. I, I think when you look at them, defensively they've got a lot of talent. But Joe Barry is a, is a massive question mark as a defensive coordinator. Yeah. They are they they are a team that perennially, when you watch them, you say, "Why do they play like that? Why don't why are they so why are they so an off coverage all the time?" You have Jair Alexander get up and, and, and challenge somebody, and they really don't. Um, so I think defensively, they might underachieve compared to their talent level. Not offense. You, I, I like I said, I've seen Jordan Love now a few times. He was rough in OTAs. He was much better on on the day I saw him at the end of training camp. I think that's going to be what you see this season. There are going to be some games where he plays really well, and there are going to be some games where you look at the box score and you look at the line and go, wow, he had a rough day. I think even on Sunday, in that game, there will be times where he kind of ebbs and flows, where maybe he really struggles for a series or two, and then he makes a great throw down the seam. So I think the Packers are going to be eight to nine wins, right around fighting for the playoffs. I think they're they're – representative of the of the whole division really which is to say it could go either way for pretty much all of these teams yeah and i think that's what i'm sure every team in the nfc north kind of feels that way that if they could just kind of handle the division then they'll put themselves in a good position yep. to to win the thing matt you said you went on a tour uh during training camp 
Was there a team that surprised you, maybe one that, that looked better than you thought they would heading into their uh, respective uh, camp? You know, to be fair, Detroit, honestly, when I when I saw them up in Allen Park, and I expected them to look good, but I was really impressed with their young guys, and that showed up last night. Now, I you know, I talked to – you know, a lot of people there with the Lions and the name that kept coming up was, man, this kid Brian Branch. He's oh. going to be a player. He's yeah. going to be a really good player. He's going to play right away from us. We're going to move guys around in the secondary so we can get him on the field. Well, he had a pick six last night. Now, granted, uh, it was a little bit of a gift. Yeah. But, you know, I mean, Kadarius Tony might as well have caught it and handed it to him, but that would have meant that Kadarius Tony would have caught the ball. Um, so, look, I mean, they have a lot of – young talent that you like, whether it's Hutchinson in his second year, whether it's, it's you know, uh, uh, Gibbs, who was electrifying when he had the ball last night in a limited role. Uh, so they they have players. Like, I, I think when I saw them, there's this expectation, I feel like, nationally, we're like, yeah, they're not that good defensively. I think they're going to be pretty decent defensively. I don't think they're going to be top five or anything, but I think they're going to be much, much improved from what they were a year ago. Yeah, I mean, th- there was some evidence of that last night for sure and in all facets of the game. So the Detroit is going to be one to watch here for sure. When you look at the the Bears and Packers on Sunday, is there any decided advantage for either team in this game? It's a weird game because uh-huh. there's so many new parts. Right? I mean, the Packers – it's kind of funny, really, when you look at the Packers. The Packers actually don't have a ton of new parts, but it feels like they're an entirely different team because of the quarterback. So you just don't really know what you're getting. And obviously now with Watson being out, and we'll see how much Dobbs plays. I mean, they're going to be relying on Jaden Reed, second-round pick out of Michigan State, a local guy. They're going to be relying on Malik Heath, who they love as an undrafted wide receiver. They think he's going to be a very good player for them. Uh, you know, they're going to be relying on that running game. And it's going to be very intriguing to see just how much does LaFleur trust Jordan Love. You could talk about trust all you want, but on third and seven at his own 30, are they running a screen or are they throwing a ball down the field? Hmm. That, that's what I want to know. With the Bears, you know, again, a lot of new pieces. I mean, a whole new second level of the defense. And Gawkway's in now. You bring in a Tyreek Stevenson in the draft. It, you know, offensively, we talked about you know, D.J. Moore comes in and a new line. It's, I think the biggest question for both of these teams on Sunday is how fast can you find your rhythm? How fast can you find some chemistry? Because it's just – it's a lot of new parts, and sometimes that can kind of fall into place for you. And other teams, it takes a few weeks. Yeah, because it's going to – you need that, right? You need those repetitions. You need to be out there. Justin Fields yeah. needs the ability to – you know, see DJ Moore run a slant, drop the ball off to Khalil Herbert. And I think that's what a lot of people are, are, are wanting to see from Justin Fields with those new pieces. But they're just, like you said, cautiously optimistic, especially with Justin Fields and his new weapons. Because but as I was pointing out, you know, he did it to Darnell Mooney, Matt, where, you know, yeah, he, he, he got him targeted, you know, 10 times in a game. But he didn't do that all the time. And so, like, when I look at it, when I look at this weekend, I'm trying to – put into my head like what what is a good game for DJ Moore and a realistic game not a good game I should say a realistic game and I see him in like that six catch range where most people are like no dude nine catches gonna get 118 yards in a tutty and you're like no Justin Fields is the quarterback six six catches 62 yards maybe like what do you think is realistic for a DJ Moore output 
on Sunday, Matt. Yeah, when you asked the question, I was going to say seven catches and 80 yards. Yeah. I mean, something like that. Look, the one thing I want to see out of the Bears, because we just talked about what we may see on Sunday, and I and I mentioned that you know I want to see how much before trust Jordan Love. Like I want to see the Bears trust Justin Fields here a little bit more. Like, look, you've got to allow him to throw the ball more than he threw the ball last year. I mean, I believe it was what just over 300 attempts last season, like 330 something like that. Um, he's got to throw the ball more. Now I, I get it. Part of that is you're trying not to get the guy killed behind a bad offensive line last season, and, and he's taken off. And he's running, and a lot of his runs were. Not designed runs, he's just taking off because he's under pressure. But if you think he's the guy, then he's got to be the guy when he's throwing the ball 30 times a game. He's got to be the guy when he's throwing it 35 times a game. Like that's, and I'm not saying don't run the ball. I'm not saying, you know, abandon that part of the game. That'd be crazy. But in today's NFL, if you're going to be a quarterback who's a guy who you look at and go, all right, when things get bad, we can turn to this guy, and he's going to bring us home. I want to see the Bears say, hey, we got you, DJ Moore. We've got Mooney. We've got Claypool. We just paid Cole Komet. Here you go. We're going to put you in the gun, take a three-step drop, read the room, and let it rip. And I want to see how much do the Bears trust their quarterback. Every one of these coaches goes up and sits at the podium and says, I love my guy, and I trust my guy, and he's my guy, and we went out and had dinner last night, and he's the best person in the world. Like, that's all fine and cute. On third and eight, backed up, what are you calling? Because that's when I know, like, that's when you find out how much you really love that guy. How much do you really believe in him? And I'm very curious to see with both of these teams how they feel about the quarterback. Right, and then just adding on to your point, Matt, like when the game is on the line and the it's the two-minute warning hits and the Bears have the ball on their own 20 and Justin Fields, no matter what he's done in an entire game, and maybe he had an explosive 80-yard run, maybe he's got 200 yards rushing, now you got to throw the football because they are gonna they are gonna stack the deck, and everyone knows that you everyone knows what you're gonna do. Yes, everyone knows that you're gonna be in that pretty. Oh man, that's gonna be a tough one, but can't wait to see that. Um, let me ask you this, Matt, before we go. Go. I mean, I wanted to ask you about the two rookie quarterbacks that are gonna be starting this weekend: um, C.J. Stroud and Anthony Richardson. Uh, excuse me, the three and 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 uh, and, and Bryce Young. Young. Thank you. Uh, of, of the three, who do you think is going to have uh, the best first year? You know, I think it's going to be really a challenge for all three in the sense that Young is behind a bad line, and Houston and Indianapolis are not. I mean, they don't have weapons. The lines are an issue. Houston could have had a good line, but now Howard's out. Of all the three, though, give me Richardson. I just think he's got the most ability. Steichen is a really good offensive-minded coach. I think he will make it easier. I think he'll give them some easier throws, kind of get them in rhythm. And I will say of all the three, without any question, if things break down, Richardson hits the open field, good luck. He's bigger than a linebacker. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I saw that kid at camp. Yeah. It, it's unbelievable how oh. big he is in person. Oh, yeah. I, mean, I saw him, too. The Bears had dual practices in Indy, yeah. and it's just like, whoa, whoa, whoa. It's like if George Kittle was playing quarterback. <laughs> It's unbelievable. So to me, like, he might have some up and down like most rookies do, but I think that kid, the biggest question is the accuracy. If he can get his accuracy, even at 62 63%, I'm all in. I think, I think he is a fascinating talent. I, I expect him to play well.
Yeah, if they can get uh even if they can get Jonathan Taylor back so that they're that'd not nice. stacking up eight in the box against them, that'd be that'd be good too, because then you're right, then the accuracy comes into play after that. Hey Matt, I appreciate you hanging out with us on a Friday, giving uh giving us some of your time. Hopefully your wife's family isn't gonna be too annoying this weekend <laughs> when the Bears <laughs> play the Green Bay Packers. All right. Have a great one. Hey, take care, guys. Of course, Matt yeah. Verderan. Make sure you check him out on Twitter at Matt Verder. Nice. Nice. I like that. Um, Here's something for for you and for Bears fans. Do you remember? This is a good example of, at this time, your question would have worked. On December 4th, 2022, the Bears lost to the Green Bay Packers 28-19. to But it sure felt like a win because Justin Fields in that game threw for 250. Four yards and had yeah had a, that had an explosive touchdown run as well. Almost exactly what I said. I said two fifty seven. Right? Yeah, yeah, right. In terms of your numbers, now this other little thing I had too. This other nifty little thing here I have on my phone. Okay, um, was the first game that the Bears played against the Packers. Do you remember that game? It was early in. It was in September. And the Bears, it was the at three, Green it was Bay, like three nothing or something like that. It was, no, no, no. The Bears oh. lost twenty-seven to ten. But hmm. the 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 story was Justin Fields seven of eleven for seventy yards passing. Remember, they just ran oh. the hell out of the football. Look, Remember, like, I know how to beat this yes. team, and they, and they ran the ball really well. But and and it looked good. If I remember correctly, it this game. Well, no, it was the Packers scored twenty-one points in the second quarter. I was going to say maybe it. I guess it was good for a quarter. Yes, th- this makes sense in my brain now. The Bears won the first quarter 7-3, to three, and they were having huge success running the football. Um, but then, yes, to to the point in the second quarter, the Green Bay scores 21, and then when you're down 28-3, uh, to three, the Bears simply didn't really have an offense to – they didn't have a plan Kept after running. that. Keep running. That was the plan. That was the Keep plan. Keep running. 7 of 11 for 70 yards. But that was in September. I get the one that I gave you was the December one, and that's yeah. that's not that long ago. Let's hope that we get right? zero repeat of that. All right, uh, I think I'm December. All- you want a repeat, just not the final score. Yeah, just not yeah, the final everything score. was good. It's not. I'm not accepting give me the W. Just give me the W. Let me let me let me start my week on a high note. Okay, bro. all right. You know what I'm saying? Like, let me just let me just please give me that. Yes, I think everybody would like that. We need to get this one out of the way. Doesn't it suck? Like, this is a nervous game. It's always yeah. kind of nerve-wracking right. playing the Packers, but there's an expectation, when, unfortunately, when it right. was Rodgers and Favre. Especially now, because, like, if, if the Bears play the Buccaneers next week. So if, you, if you're going to end up being one-and-one, one, like, I, go ahead, go ahead. Lose to Baker Mayfield on, like, some terrible, I don't know, whatever. That's right, he's in Tampa. But one, one, give me one-and-one. Give me, give me a Packers victory. Don't, don't give me a Packers loss and beat the Buccaneers, and I'm one and one that yeah, way. Yeah. Well, it's if they beat the Packers, then they're going to be two and zero. Oh, I mean, if they lose to the Packers and beat the Buccaneers, yeah, they'll, they'll beat the Buccaneers, right? You think they'll beat the Buccaneers no matter my, what? That's my no. That's my point. Like, okay. if you beat the Packers and then you know you're going to you, probably lose to and then to you Tampa Bears and you end up Bearsing and losing to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, I'll be, I'll still be okay though. Well, no, but I think well, okay. Let's say I'm going to give you my own oh, scenario. Let's say the Bears do win the game against and, Green Bay. Against Green Bay, yeah. And Justin Fields has those numbers. He has he throws for 252 yards, a couple of touchdowns for and runs for 80 yards. Whatever you're, if, I'm sorry, what was yeah. 258? I'm sorry, 257. Gabe, 257. Rounded up is 260. <laughs> At what if it's that and a win? Then can you imagine the expectations for for week two? I don't think again. 
I don't think Bears fans would be accepting a one and one. Leo Stoddaher, insert. We're going streaky. <laughs> <laughs> That's what'll happen if Justin Fields has a great game. And the Bears win. And the Bears win. Because you didn't even consider that possibility, did you? I mean, oh, I most certainly have considered it. Well, but many not for night, your not for the on air thing, no. And, but but this is the this is the thing. We're going streaky. <laughs> That's what happens if that if that goes. Absolutely. It will be like everyone in Chicago will assume that the Bears will go two and zero. Absolutely, they're not. They just beat the Packers handily mm-hmm. with you know, Justin Fields with being good. Justin Fields, there's no way they're right. losing to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers with a dismant like a nothing team. No, yeah. okay, all right. There is someone uh, in the NFL quarterback that was sedated for 11 hours. Why was Dak Prescott sedated for 11 hours? I'll tell you after the break. Mm. It's Gabe Ramirez, Mark Grody here on Chicago Sports Radio 670. The score. We're good. The Cubs' playoff push is on. Will they chase down Milwaukee for the NL Central? Will they get in the playoffs as a wild card? Ian Happ. It's Gabe Ramirez and Mark Grody on 670 The Score in Odyssey Station. Gabe Ramirez, Mark Grody, G&G, back together again. The G spot, you found it. Yeah, man. Oh, sorry, Chuck. Can I ask you a question? Sure. <clears throat> you like my look tonight? It, it matches this song that's playing right yeah, now. That's, that's very skeptical of you, man. No. Oh, okay. That's not skeptical. Because you, I, there's something I've been wanting to ask you whether it was going to be on the air or off the air. Because oh, on, on, please. You said uh, something like. We're going to get to what the you, you said Dak Prescott like, thing in a second. Yeah, yeah. You said something like. What are you, Elvis or something tonight? So I wasn't sure. No, I said the Fonz. Oh, the the Fonz. Which is way cooler. (laughs) Okay. All right. Way cooler. All right. Hey. Well, you're just a hip dude, so I wanted to make sure that, you know. No, you got your obligatory Chicago shirt on. Yeah. Oh, you think that's obligatory? This is the the what about Chicago, the the score, the Danny Parkins score a thon. Oh. Yeah. So this is actually, this actually has some meaning to it. But I thought it, I actually think it's a cool shirt too. Yeah, I don't hey. usually wear my Chicago shirt out. Don't feel bad about it. No, now. no, I mean, but like I, th- <laughs> I thought this one like Leo, shiny. You heard that? You hear that, Leo? Oh, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Really, it's all about the jacket, though. It was like I got to find something the to put under the fly. jacket. The jacket yeah. is fly. Yeah. You have a watch on? No, I was gonna put the watch on, and I Ba-ba. didn't. Gotta have the watch. Ah, ah. Like statement piece, especially because you're okay. gonna be. Can I, can we talk about what you're gonna be bringing to the? Absolutely. Party? So Mark Grody is going to be bringing – this is why you need to watch. Because you are going to be lifting up and showing people the Chicago oh, Cubs World Series ring. Yes, it was a requested – It's not on you, is it? I have it on me right now. Yeah. You do? I do. Why haven't you shown it to me? Oh, because it's it's in a safe place. I have I, – I don't know. I was worried you might steal it. <laughs> That's racist, first of all. <laughs> first of all. Well, I'm worried about Leo, too. <laughs> yeah, Leo Lily White. Sure, sure. Yeah. You're worried about Leo's daughter. <laughs> I don't trust it, you. I've never seen it. Uh, are you serious? I've never seen oh, an actual I, World Series ring. Oh, no. I thought I could no, have heard it about it. It's been oh, a while. Great. It's been oh, a while since this. I've uh, busted it out, man. Wow, look at yeah. this. I got yeah. This is big stuff right here. Yeah. Mark Grody pulling out. There it the is. Actual world. Can you believe I just walk around with what it in mean? my pocket? What do, you, what do you mean? There it is. I said I want to see it. Oh, you want me to throw it to no, you? No, no, you can. You, you want me to get? Oh, okay. We can get uh, up. Oh my Leo. God. Okay. 
This is good radio, guys. Oh, Brody is walking across the yeah. studio to hand Gabe the ring right now. Hey, that's some good play-by-play work for you, young man. Thank you. I mean, you know, we need to wow. work on that with you. First of all, I've never held, I've never worn a anything like this before. That's wild. I did not think that you would be that interested Are in this. Are you kidding me? Wow. It's the same way I told See you. See my name on there? I cannot believe your name is on Isn't there. Isn't that crazy, man? I would never hand this to people with my with my name side. Oh man! You hand it to them with the 2016 side right. so that it just slaps them in yeah. the face. Oh no doubt! And then they're like, "It has your name on it." And you're just like, "You sit there with a coin." Yeah, it's yeah, got scores is. engraved inside it too. It's wow, like pretty cool, man. This is yeah. Uh, so yeah, a friend of mine that's having a birthday party tonight. He requested that I bring it, and that's the way the ring works. I don't wear the ring. Forty-seven a.m. Yeah, isn't that cool? Yeah. That's beyond cool. The rubies friend. and the diamonds, bling, bling, bling. Yeah. Every so. time I come around, just say they bling, <laughs> bling. Oh, my goodness. Okay. All right, Leo, play by play me giving it back to Grody. Oh, yeah. Here it goes. Now Gabe is getting up and walking across the studio with Bill. his left arm outstretched. Yeah. Grody with the reception, and it's good. I got the ring! Tutty. All right, that's pretty impressive. Heel toe. So I anyway. did not know uh, that this was going to interest you as much as it has. Wow. Oh, my God. Are you kidding me? That's, that's history. I think I was going to leave this in my car. Of that course is, I got it on. That man. is actual history. In it 100 is. years, that will be worth more than all anything all of us have put together. Oh, my God. You're right, actually. Yeah. Yes. No, I mean, sometimes, yeah. And you know what? I need to revive my enthusiasm. And you does just your, have. Your, does your brother have kids? Yes. Does he have a boy? Yes. So his last name is Grody? Two boys. Two boys. Two Grodys over there? Two Grody boys and a Grody girl. We got to give the Grody ring to someone. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, it'll go. I think I think it is going to. Don't make up your mind. No. No, no. I have a. I, I, if oh. I, you want to get real, real? Of course. I have a will. Okay. And I, I believe I believe I left it to my youngest niece because it just made sense. The youngest, right? And then she could. No, 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 yeah. no, no. Because she's going to change her last name. Oh, yeah. That's true. You want to give it to one of the boys, because then Grody will live forever with your All name. Right. I'll make an alteration. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll make an alteration. Sorry, after, sorry, after niece. <laughs> yeah, sorry <laughs> about that. Sorry, sorry Madeline. <laughs> there goes your, there goes your house. <laughs> <laughs> Can I trust you kids with this ring here? Do whatever you got to do with it. You know what you should do. You know what you should do. You should put in. Wow, we're. we're this is still good. Sorry, this man. Is, I no, didn't no, mean it's to... a, you know, this is. We're talking about a Chicago yeah. Cubs World Series ring. Yeah. This is great. Okay. What you should do is. Put in some sort of caveat where if it ever gets sold, then X amount of dollars has to go to charity or mm. something like that. Oh, that's great. I like that. You know? That's very good. Where, yes. where you pick the charity of your choice now. Yeah. And you say when this ring, if and when this ring if it's sold, ever gets sold, right. this percentage has to go to this charity. I kind of hope it never has to get sold because you would hope that. unless Papa, like, that thing's getting sold yeah, for sure. you're right. You're great, great, great. Little niece, oh, I didn't don't think give about a that. F about like, you. Like, like literally, like <laughs> no. my great, 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 somewhere down the line, she's gonna want to buy a spaceship. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. I, I never thought about it like yeah. a generation down the line because I'm, I'm never gonna sell this. Like I joke about right. it, and I would say like, like it's my 401k plan. Yeah. I would never sell this ring, never. and I, I don't even know if I'm allowed to. I, I, but, but I, yeah, I would never. But yeah, I didn't think of it that way. Yeah. That though, that's like down the generations. Like, yeah. what if even like a couple hundred years from now? That's my point. 
That's a great point. Yeah. Yeah. So, well said. Three spaceships. <laughs> three spaceships. <laughs> Look at that. Really yeah. Wow, this right. is cool. I'm hooking up the Grody family. I feel great about <laughs> yeah. myself. I always feel like I haven't offered enough to the family. Now and I do. You, Thank you. Look at you now. Yeah. Shout out to the Ricketts. <laughs> yes. Yes. No, seriously, shout out to the Ricketts. All right. So uh, quickly, before we have to go to break, I, I do want to check about uh, Dak Prescott yes. and being sedated for yeah. 11 hours. Did you hear about this? No. He went under for 11 hours, didn't, didn't tell anybody about it. Jerry Jones and Mike McCarthy were like, Jerry Jones goes, don't ask me for my comment on this. Because obviously that's a big deal to get, be sedated for 11 hours. Yeah. So why was he sedated for 11 hours? Tattoo. Oh, my God. <laughs> I, knew, I knew you were going to ask. Wow. I, I, kept going, I kept going as far as I could. Tattoo on his oh. leg. On his leg. And when you look at this thing, oh it is incredible. Incredible, but I get it, right? You want it. He had like three or four different people doing it at the same time while he was. Sedated. I get it from both sides. Like, I get, like, yeah. that's cool. You got an awesome tattoo, and I'll take your word for it. But then, I have from no the tattoo, team perspective, so probably don't want the, no. the, te- the star quarterback being sedated for 11 hours. That, that, that does not sound healthy. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure it was fine. Why don't you have a tattoo? Do you put a bumper sticker on a Lamborghini? Oh, that's so funny. <laughs> You are the best, man. I appreciate that you don't have tattoos. Zero tattoos. That's such a great answer. You wanted me to ask, didn't you? And I have commitment issues. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's good. More bears, Jack. You are hilarious. On the other side, it's Gabe Ramirez. It's Mark Grody. It's a Friday night here on Chicago Sports Radio 670 The Score. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.